All right, now we're live. And now we're recording. How's it going, dude? Pretty good, you know, having a good day. Yeah. Johnny Gonzalez, comedian. What's Just up? Just met. <laughs> Just met. Nice to meet you. Likewise, man. I uh, like the setup you got. Laker fan, I see. No, that's an old uh an old post. That that's like always been there. Yeah, I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> uh, I was I'm a diehard Laker fan, so I was going to Oh, damn. Ask, how do you feel about this whole free agency and Kawhi stuff? But we don't have to get into it, you know? Uh, yeah, sports, I never really got into. Um, I kind of wish I did, because, like, it's such a topic of conversation, like, such a good one. Definitely a conversation starter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm more of a music guy. Like, that's what this is mostly for, is music. No, I feel you're um, more like... Uh, Music, like artsy type of mm. hipsterish, yeah, kind of guy. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Seeing what people are up to. You yeah, know? yeah, I feel you. Mm. It's always good. So a comedian, I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah, Austin you know. for setting this up too. Like, shout out to Austin. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, he's like, hey, I know this comedian. He'd be good, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah, man. So. I've always wanted to do one of these. You know, I've seen a bunch um online mm-hmm. listen to a bunch you know now i'm now i'm doing it mm-hmm. you know? kind of like the whole comedy thing like it started off just a fan you know mm-hmm. and then i just had this dream and i just was like fucking i'm just gonna go for it like when did you start uh it's been about a year in in april it was a year in april mm-hmm. so a little over a year now cool where, what was your first uh, your first uh, performance? It was at the... I remember it. I'll never forget. It was April 24th at the Ontario Improv. No shit. Yeah. Wow. It, was a, it was an open mic night. Mm-hmm. You know, bring your best three minutes. Well, f- first I went the month before mm-hmm. in March. And then you have to be like, you know, sign up, put your name in a hat. And then they got to, like, pull your name out. And that's how you know who's going to, like, go on stage. Mm. But my name never got called. So I just. So you just uh, missed out that time. Yeah, I just missed out. I I went and then nothing happened. So I was like, well, I could, you know, I could just give up now or just, you know, just say it wasn't meant to be. or I could just keep trying. Mm. So I went again next month and then I I got called. And then I did my, my little three minutes. And then. How'd it do? It was good, actually. Um, so I've been told, you know, mm. uh, I had this dude uh, who I used to work with at this restaurant. Uh, he was like a cook. Mm. And then um, I was like a dishwasher. So I kind of like knew him. And I knew, like, I didn't know he did comedy until like I saw him there mm. at, at the Ontario Improv. And I was like, oh, shit. Hey, bro, can you like record this? Like. I'm about to go up. Can you record this for me? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. And then he recorded it and then gave it to me off stage. Uh, when I got off stage, he was like, was that your first time? And I was like, yeah, it was like ever. And he was like, you're going to do great. And I was like, thank you, man. I appreciate it. So oh, that just awesome. gave me like, yeah, that just gave me the confidence to like mm. really, you know, pursue this. And then the next day, like the very, that, that was a Tuesday. Mm. The next day, Wednesday, I went, um, to flappers comedy club in burbank mm-hmm. uh they have audition nights like every wednesday mm-hmm. 
and it's like bring your best three minutes and you know we'll book you if you do good because they make everyone leave their number and email Mm -hmm. when you sign up so then the following like friday i got an email from them saying we want to book you for uh, next month to to do this show Mm -hmm. and the funny thing about that like they booked me on my brother's birthday so like i kind of like stole his thunder you know it was his birthday but like everyone's coming out to see me Mm. so oh they did that for his birthday yeah well like it was in burbank so Mm. like we went to my show and then we all went out to like get drinks afterwards you know for his birthday oh that's cool yeah but it kind of like it happened like like in a week pretty much like i go from not being a comedian and then next then you know tuesday to friday i'm already getting booked mm-hmm. for my first show which is pretty crazy yeah I've, I've heard of stories where that just takes a while it's like some you don't get called up for weeks you know yeah yeah it's like, like you there just was, have to keep trying there was a lot of people at the audition who it was just sad like because you could tell they've been been going going here for months just Mm. trying the same jokes or trying maybe new jokes and just not getting a callback really Mm -hmm. so i got it on the first time so that made me feel like wow maybe i do have a talent maybe i could do this you know make a career out of this yeah exactly cool so it was pretty dope were you like the the class clown and all that sort of thing um generic question something like that yeah (laughs) uh I just remember in, in like junior year in English, uh, we were doing like Socratic seminars. Like we were reading, um, I think it was like The Crucible mm. or something like that, you know, that book, book about the witches. Mm. And then we we're having like Socratic seminar, like the whole class like gets in a circle, then we got to talk about it. And then I was low key bullshitting what I was saying because I, I didn't read it. But I still made an effort, you know, mm. to, like, get a grade and, like, participate. Mm. But then, like, every everything I would say, people would just laugh, you know? <laughs> right. And, and I would just be like, I'm not even trying to be funny, mm. but it's just coming naturally. So maybe, maybe when I do try, mm-hmm. we'll see, you know, how people react. That's cool. That's a good way to get started or to get a, get a feel for it. <clears throat> yeah. Just we- making people laugh and... All you're doing is talking, you know, in your eyes anyway. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm just being myself. Yeah, I'm just being myself. Like, I'll be at work, and then, like, some of my coworkers would be like, damn, you really are funny. You really are a comedian. And I'm just like, I'm just talking to you, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to relate, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty chill. Do you mind opening me oh, yeah. one of those? Appreciate it. You got it, dude. This is like, they should sponsor me at some point. <laughs> it's always Takate when I'm doing a podcast. I actually had Takate uh, like a couple of nights ago. Yeah, it's and good. the the Michelada cups though. Like, oh yeah, you know, with the little the, pre-made cups. Yeah, I never got into Micheladas. They're Can't good. They're good. Um, I like the ones from Dodger Stadium. But I remember you said you're not a sports fan, Mm-mm. so you've never been to a Dodger game. I haven't been there I'm as assuming. an adult. I went there as a kid a couple of times, but yeah. If you ever go, you got to get the 
the michelada for sure. That shit's like six dollars just for the cup, though. Oh really? You gotta pot, buy a fucking like fifteen dollar beer. What? As well, yeah, it gets pretty <laughs> expensive. Gets fucking inflation. That's why people go crazy over Dodger dogs, right? Because aren't they like a buck or something? You could buy them at AMPM for a buck, but at the at the stadium they're like seven bucks. Oh, I thought they had a deal like one day a week or something like that, where like if they're uh, do if they're having a game during you know on this day, then uh, then they have like a, a special on drinks or uh, uh, hot dogs. I could I could see it. You know, they always have little promotions. Like uh, I remember, I went to a game a couple of weeks ago. They're giving out free jerseys. Mm-hmm. So that Damn. was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It, they're in legit jerseys too, like Sandy Koufax jerseys. So, wow, it's pretty nice. And they're so, uh, <laughs> but but they hike up the price of beer and hot dogs. Yeah, for but sure. They'll give I, you a jersey. <laughs> yeah, like three beers, and you're spending like sixty bucks. Yeah, it's too much. Pretty, it's like going to Disneyland and shit. Mm-hmm. I went to a, a Quakes game a few years ago with a couple of friends. I was like, this is fun, actually, watching it live. Like, I can't watch it on TV. Like, baseball on TV is just fucking boring. Yeah, it's too boring. It's yeah. like, unless you're really into it, unless, like, you play baseball, then... Yeah, unless you want to watch what they're doing specifically, mm-hmm. like, you want to learn from it, then, yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, just watching it, I can't do it. But, like, watching it live was really cool. But we racked up the bill quickly. And I was like, oh, okay, that's just I'm at done. a Quakes game. That's not even like, yeah. that's like the minor <laughs> leagues and shit. Yeah. So, but everything's probably roughly the same price, you know. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, I I I agree. I agree that it is boring to watch on TV unless it's like the World Series, and that shit. Right. When I the can stakes watch are that. higher, yeah, and then mm-hmm. you know people got money on the line and stuff. Hmm. Have you been watching the World Cup? The women's World Cup? Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, no. Mm. But I Neither just I. it's on TV sometimes. <laughs> like no, 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 I feel you. Uh, I've actually grew up playing soccer though, so like I'm really into soccer. Mm. I just like I've been playing club soccer since I was like eight. Oh wow! Well, well when I turned eight, I stopped playing when I turned eighteen, obviously, because mm. you age out, and then it's no longer ASO. Well, it's it's like a it's club, so it's like a whole different level of competition. Oh, it's I like a higher <laughs> level of competition. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's and it's year round too. Like I know, like ASO is like seasonal, less seasonal. And then, um, but so you don't I watch just, uh, you don't watch soccer. Or you don't. You just didn't watch the women's. Uh, I used to watch a lot of soccer, but like I said, I just grew up playing it, so I kind of just got like. God, it's got t- tiring you know oh God you're just boy. over it yeah just over it mm. just because going to practice two days a week for like 10 years just mm. when i want to like go skating with my homies i gotta i can't i gotta go home because i gotta get ready for soccer practice mm. you know stuff like that yeah it puts a damper on your social life right for sure and like i mean it all would have been worth it if like i got a scholarship and like to go play soccer at like UC Santa Barbara or something. Then yeah, it all would have been worth it. But mm-hmm. you know, freshman year came and just started smoking weed and going to party, <laughs> just letting the grades slip. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, just didn't feel it anymore. 
and we sucked too like the high school team <laughs> like we sucked like half the the team was like high at practice damn yeah because like <laughs> uh we would leave like fifth period early and then to go smoke and then go to practice and then every you know mm. it just wasn't good and then we lost every game and then we ended up smoking like blunts like after each game we're like <laughs> let's celebrate you know mm. whatever when we we got like one win so we when we did win we got the victory blunt but afterwards we still after every loss we still smoked stuff, <laughs> you know? how funny like what a what a good way to relax too after a game of soccer like that uses every yeah just in your running body. around and yeah stuff. And it was it was good it's yeah. not like we weren't just you know just messing around we we're actually recovering our bodies <laughs> you know and your mind exactly so you don't so exactly. you don't burn out like even quicker you know mm-hmm. i played for a season uh when i was like eight years old something like that okay and, um that was it but then i like i played with my friends and then just for fun like totally just for fun and i watched it growing up a little bit but like not enough to watch it now just like what you're saying it's like i'm not into it anymore no i feel you yeah i remember like uh 2006 uh we're watching like every world cup game at my house Mm -hmm. and then like just after that just i just don't keep up anymore like a lot of my coworkers like they're uh, Barcelona fans, mm-hmm. and I'm a Real Madrid fan. That's mm-hmm. a huge rivalry in Spain. Mm-hmm. So like we're kind of we always like talk shit, but like they always ask me, "Hey, did you see the game? Or did you see this? Or who'd you guys sign?" I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, "Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even been keeping up." Right. But I mean, I'm still a diehard fan, though. You know, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. I work with some guys who are who are diehard fans, and they're always. They're always uh, just talking stats and trades and whatever this and that. And I'm like, damn, how, how do you know all that stuff? <laughs> like that's yeah. And they all, I, it's funny because they always say like, we're we're gonna do good this year. Like we're we're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Like who the fuck is we? Like, not <laughs> on the team. I've seen people get like into fights at bars over a rivalry, some game. You know, yeah. they're both watching the game. They're both from like representing rival teams or like cheering for rival teams. And uh, I've seen it, like, come nearly to blows over whatever the fuck. They're just talking shit to each other. I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys aren't even in the game. Yeah. They don't know who you are. Some stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it matters to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Strange, though. How do you feel about um, the current comedy climate? It's going from, from like, trying to tiptoe to just not anymore right like everybody's resisting the the strong pc movement in comedy i feel no i feel you i feel like everyone is trying to be careful what they say Mm -hmm. like because they don't want to get like an email saying like oh i'm offended Mm -hmm. like one of my buddies uh he just got like a he tried to get booked but he said this offensive joke it was like his opening joke, and the booker was like, "Well, you got, you got to change up your whole set. Damn, like you got to change your whole ten minute set because I didn't like that first fifteen seconds." 
Oh, he just didn't trust the rest of it, and he's yeah, just like, so, no, rewrite it. And my friend was like, well, what about the other nine minutes and 45 seconds? Like, Wow. He couldn't just drop that joke, or it was, like, so tied in, like, or according to the booker anyway. Yeah, according, I guess according to the booker, he was like, send me another video. So That's a shame. I've definitely, you got to be careful, but at the same time, it's like, it's freedom of speech. Like, you got to be able to say what you want. Mm-hmm. And know that, like, it's all, like, the in context, like, it, we're trying to be funny. We're trying to make you laugh, not trying to offend you in any way. Mm-hmm. This isn't an attack. It's... Like, you're going to a comedy club. Like, why are you getting butthurt? Yeah. You know? Because it's like, I'm just trying to make you laugh by making fun of shit we both find annoying or yeah. offensive or whatever. I'm trying to make a joke out of it, you know? Exactly. It's got to be so tough. Like the, especially the local comedy circuit. Are they extra careful? Uh, I feel like the local comedy circuit. Not they're not as careful because like they they're familiar with like their surroundings. They know like who's in the audience. Mm-hmm. They know like we're from the same area, so you could get like the jokes that I'm saying. Right. You know? Like I have this joke. Um, and it ends up with, like, oh, my cousin's from San Bernardino. And not many people, like, if you're not from, like, you know, Southern California, you probably won't know where San Bernardino is. Yeah. Even Inland Empire. Yeah, <laughs> In exactly. L.A., a lot of people are like, yeah, what's that What's that town like? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you've never been? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I rep, I rep the IE. Yeah. You know, I spell my name J-O-H-N-N-I-E because <laughs> I got a rep. <laughs> I noticed that you do it differently. I was like, is that just how he does it? Or is that like how it was actually spelled, you know? That's that's how it is on my birth certificate, so shout out to my parents for that <laughs> one. Like so. people people will think my name is Jonathan or something. Mm-hmm. Just like, that's Oh, it's actually just it's Johnny. Johnny. Uh, oh wow. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty unique. So born and raised here, huh? Yep, I'm I'm so IE. It's pretty disgusting, <laughs> you know. Um, my grandpa is from like Colton, mm-hmm. and now he lives in Rialto. And my dad grew up in Rialto. And then my mom's family, um, my mom's mom, my grandma is from like Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's dad's family. Is from um, Colorado, mm-hmm. but I think his dad is like from uh, Spain, mm-hmm. and then his mom is from Germany, and I don't know how they ended up in Colorado. Interesting. Yeah, so my grandpa grew up in Colorado, my mom's dad, mm-hmm. and then he like had his, he like got married super young, like had like three kids by the time he was like 25 and then just ended up divorcing his first wife Mm -hmm. and then i guess for a big point like for a big part of like his life he didn't really have a good relationship with his his three sons from his first wife you know Mm -hmm. and then i guess he met my my grandma my mom's mom and from her first marriage, she had, like, seven kids. 
So like, uh, wow. yeah. So I guess like my grandpa was a baller. He just <laughs> took in this lady with like who had like seven kids. Mm. Then he had two more kids with her. And then my mom's the youngest out of all of them. So it's a lot of kids. Yeah, and then I guess they ended up moving to Rialto, and then my mom and dad met in high school, and then they were like two years apart mm-hmm. from each other. And then, so yeah, they were, grew up in Rialto, and then they got married, um, and then had kids. I have an older brother and a younger sister, mm-hmm. so I'm the middle child. Mm-hmm. And then they got a house in Fontana, which is uh, where I live at right now. Mm-hmm. So, just IE, <laughs> IE, IE, you know. Mm-hmm. It's pretty... It like uh, Baker's. I don't know if you've ever been to Baker's. That's a huge part of my childhood. You yeah, know? I went a lot there growing up. Yeah, yeah, my mom used to work there, and then before she got the job she has now. Mm-hmm. So she has this joke how like my brother was like made off Baker's because that's all she would eat when she was <laughs> pregnant with him. How funny! So yeah, it's it's cheap. It's delicious. Better than In and Out. I don't know about that. It's bold, two different things. Bold statement. I would agree. Yeah, it's very bold statement. Wait, Baker's does have burgers then, right? The burgers... I've never had them. The there. burgers are like the same ingredients as the In-N-Out burgers. Mm. And they taste the same, if not better. Oh, that's interesting. And you could get a taco <laughs> on the side. So that's what puts it over the top yeah. for In-N-Out for me. For me, mm-hmm. you know? Live in and out. I've been. Def- I was defending it on. Uh, on the. I lived on the East Coast for a couple of years in. Uh, in D.C., and I would always defend In and Out uh, against Shake Shack. Shake Shack's like they're you know the East Coast In and Out, and everybody loves it. I'm like this burger is fucking salty as shit. The fries are soggy. Like it's tiny. They have tiny. They're sp- yeah. They're smaller than In and Out, and I'm like, if about the same. No, smaller, right? Yeah. They're. I mean. Shake Shack's Shake Shack is good. Mm-hmm. They're out here now, so yes, they're expanding. Like uh, my dad, um, he used to live in downtown LA mm-hmm. off Seventh and Spring Street. I was just there the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah, I saw Shake Shack there. <laughs> yeah, there was one on it's like Eighth, I believe it's Eighth Street. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, we would just walk to that one all the time. And then I know there's one. There's one by um. By Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. So mm. go to that one after the shows. They're it's good. good. It, yeah. It's good. But I was, yeah, always defending In-N-Out. Because I'm like, In-N-Out's just, to me anyway, growing up on the West Coast, it's just better. It's classic. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. It's the same the said, other way around. You said D.C.? Mm-hmm. How was, how was that? Oh, it was cool. I lived there for two years and... Uh, I met a few comedians, actually. Met a lot of musicians. It's expensive as hell. Everybody's out to get something from you or on their own. Everybody networks. It's it's a weird town. I would have never imagined like people going to D.C. to mm. to make it, so to say. Mm. Oh, I wasn't. I I moved there with a girlfriend at the time, and um, just fight. she got a she got a job out there, so I was like, yeah, I'll go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just, and I was like, I need to get out of California. I need to see something else for a little bit. I feel you. 
It's good to get a new scenery. Mm, it was totally new. Different people. Everybody has a different kind of attitude. But nice, you know. It's beautiful. Actually, it's a beautiful city. Uh, yeah, I've been. I've been to... Um, I remember when I was like like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family, like, we took a road trip to basically across cross country really like we drove from my house to like Times square oh wow yeah how long did that take like a week because well we stopped play we stopped like th- uh destinations throughout the way we went um to my cousin's house in colorado mm-hmm. and then we went to like mount rushmore went to um to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we went to Niagara Falls. I went to D.C. Um, to see the White House and all the monuments and all that. Mm-hmm. Went to New York. Went to Jersey. Um, and then on the way back, it just took us like three days. We just went straight back. Mm-hmm. I went to a KFC in Kentucky. <laughs> that was interesting. Was it better? Uh, worse it was <laughs> worse for sure it was just really dirty like like white trash mm-hmm. you know dirty white people <laughs> i was in louisville last year like this time last year i was like this is uh this is a, a weird state you know <laughs> it's like everybody here has a has a strange like air about them it's the south like yeah that's the just... furthest south i've ever been dc's higher my homie um, Mark, my really good friend, he uh, he went to um, Missouri to go work. They like his work sent him out there, mm-hmm. and he's Filipino, so he said like he's never experienced like so much like racism or oh I you bet know, just people treating them like that. He said like he walked into like a a Hardee's because it's not Carlos Jr. out there; it's like Hardee's. But it's like a, an identical menu, right? It's like the same yeah, restaurant. They just call it something shit, else. Same yeah. shit. I think it's just like marketing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he said like he walked in and he saw some dude like stop from taking a bite from his burger to just look to at him. To just stare at him? Oh, my God. To just see like who walked in. <laughs> like an old Western movie where they mm-hmm. walk through the, through the doors. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Missouri. I've never been. Sounds terrible, right? Yeah, sounds fucking awful. You look slightly different and everybody stops eating their food. Mm-hmm. Just imagine everyone's wearing like muscle shirts or something <laughs> like that, you know. I thought I when I don't know why, but whenever I think of Missouri, I think of like the elderly. Maybe just cuz it's the south and that's how they act. Or it's not even the South; it's the Midwest. No, I feel you. It's like uh, like older white ladies who's like their husband passed away, so they're just <laughs> living at the crib, just waiting, judging Filipinos waiting, who walk through the door. Exactly, waiting <laughs> for company to come over. Yeah, I don't know why. I I have nothing to back that up. I've never been there. I don't know anybody from. <laughs> have there. you been to Europe or anything Mm-mm. like that? No. You should go. Europe's fun. Uh, my brother's in the Air Force, so he was stationed in Germany for mm-hmm. like two years. 
so it was coming up his two years were coming up to an end you know mm-hmm. so then I had to go out there to to visit him of course like he had his own place in Germany so mm-hmm. like staying there rent I don't have to pay no like bills or anything mm-hmm. like I would at a hotel so I just went out there for like two weeks and then he was like do you want to go to Paris or Amsterdam for the weekend for the weekend how cool because it's all like just it's like a four-hour drive it's like driving to vegas yeah and you're in paris yeah so it's like well fuck both like i was like both like yeah to both and he's like not only one and i was like well you've been to both what do you recommend mm. he's like paris smells like piss like, <laughs> like there's really nothing to do out there i mean mm. there is you know it's paris but if you have Amsterdam on the table, you know, go to yeah. Amsterdam. And I was like, all right, fuck it, let's go to Amsterdam then. So we went to Amsterdam for the weekend, and that was that was sick. I still want to go back to mm. this day. Like, that was so dope. Like, I feel like at one point in my life, like, I'd be down to live there for, like, a couple years and just, like, ride my bike everywhere. Because that's all everyone does is just ride bikes out there. Yeah, they don't really have roads for cars, I hear. Mm-hmm. Like, or if not, not, not like, anymore. If you're not, like, taking the train, you're, like, riding the bike. Mm. I like that idea. I've got a bike. I, I ride around here, you know, just for fun, though. You know, it's not like um, I can't ride to work. I work in San Dimas. Like, I could, but it's going to take me two yeah, hours. Do you have, like, a fixie or, like, what kind of? Like uh, Just a, a road bike. Like a 10-speed? Mm. It's, like, a six-speed, something like that. It was cheap. I got it for, like, 150 bucks. It's not bad. <laughs> looking at looking up bikes though when i was like shopping around for one um they're expensive i didn't realize how expensive bikes are so that's why i found this one is from some wholesale warehouse or whatever and they're just giving them away for 150 bucks and i'm like done yeah Yeah. and it works it's great yeah i have a fixie so i just bought like uh like a 40 dollar like bike frame off craigslist and Mm. i just like sanded it painted it myself and just put it all together. Nice. Buy like new tires, new rim. No, I mean new inner tubes and stuff like that. What's with the no brake? Why is that uh, an option? <laughs> like, mean, why is I that mean, an option? People have brakes. I've seen people with brakes. Fixies? Like, yeah, some of them, like a little front brake. But like, I mean, you don't need brakes. You could just stop, like, just stop pedaling, really. And the bike will stop. I mean, you'll, like, skid. But I don't know, maybe I, maybe I go faster than normal. Like, if I were to just stop pedaling, I'm still going pretty good for a minute, you know? Or for, you know, well, yeah, 20 like you seconds, gotta like, you know? You know, slow it down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Gradually come to a stop. But what if you suddenly had to, like... like it, an, it's it, an emergency? And yeah. A car coming? Car's pulling out? That's the risk you take. <laughs> Is <for> it? <laughs> riding a fixie. Fixie culture, man. I rode one once and I was just like, this is uncomfortable. I don't, I need to have a break. I need to, you know, be able to stop because or we're just, in the suburbs. Like, or just be able to cruise, like just not pedal and the bike keep going. Yeah. You know? I do like that feeling. Just the, chill. the Pacific electric bike trail is pretty cool. The streets are too close together though. You end up stopping too often, you know, mm-hmm. I used to, uh, ride my bike a lot, but then I ended up, getting my license and say i have a car why would i 
ride my bike. Yeah, exactly. But actually, I have a road to work before. Um, wasn't the best idea because <laughs> it was like the middle of July and shit's like 100 degrees outside. Yeah. I got to wear all black. Oh. It's just, I end up, I show up, I'm all sweaty and then I got to go in the freezer for like 20 minutes to like cool down. I'm all like red from <laughs> pedaling. How long did it take you? Uh, Maybe like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. That's not too bad. Yeah. In the heat, though, I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. And then nonstop pedaling, too. So. Mm. And then I'm, I'm wearing a backpack because, like, all my work shit mm-hmm. is in there. Water bottles, you know, stuff like that. So your back is soaked by the time you stop. Yeah, that's why I got <laughs> I can't wear my work shirt. I got to, like, bring a change of clothes. Yeah. But that's when I only did that because um, I used to drive, like, this... I used to drive a Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Actually, the the Tahoe that we took from my house to Times Square, uh-huh. like that was my my parents' car. But then, like eventually, they ended up like letting me drive it. So, what a beast! Yeah, it was you know on its on its last life. Like it was a cat, and it had nine lives. It was like on its last life, <laughs> and then. It was it was like gas was like super expensive. It was a gas guzzler, if you will. You yeah. Know? So I was like, fuck that. I'm not driving. Well, you get like 12 miles a gallon. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm that. not wasting gas just to go to work. Like I'm I'm gonna ride my bike. Mm-hmm. What do you drive now? I didn't see that. A Toyota. It's a it's a GTI, a Volkswagen. Oh, okay. I can't see the um, I can't see the uh, emblem from here. It's pretty nice. Cool. It's nice. Yeah. I like hatchbacks. Hot hatchbacks. Hashtag hot hatchbacks. (laughs) They're, uh, they just feel so, uh, cozy. And they seem bigger than they, you know, than they really are. Yeah. Or on the inside, they're bigger than they look. I really, at first, when I was in the market to get a new car, I wanted to get a a Corolla. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just get a Corolla. I mean, it's good on gas. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck it. That's what I drive. I saw that, and I was just like, I mean... It's probably good on gas, too, though, right? It's small. Yeah, because I used to drive a Mini Cooper, so I'm mm. used to driving cars with, like, a turbo in it. Mm. How is a Mini Cooper? I've always wanted to drive one. Fun. It's like it's like uh, driving a go-kart, honestly. <laughs> but they just, like, they break down easily. Oh. Like, it's expensive to get Mini Coopers fixed. Cause mm. They're, uh, the people that make BMWs, like, make Mini Coopers. Oh. So you got to go to a BMW, like, mechanic to get right. a Mini Cooper. There's fix. nowhere else you can go. You have to go to their places. Yeah, that so sucks. it gets pretty expensive. So mm. I was like, I'm just going to trade it in. Got that now, though. It's pretty dope. Nice. I actually got a car payment due tomorrow, so thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's coming up, too. This is you? Huh? Yeah, yeah, little little Corolla. I had the same mentality. I just need something to get me from A to B efficiently. So yeah, and, and you're driving to possible. like San Dimas every mm-hmm. every week. It's fifteen so miles. It's not it's not bad, but it's like on the way back. It adds up. It adds up for it sure. It adds up. Yeah, and then I go to L.A. a lot for uh, for shows. So it's like I need this thing to be as efficient as possible. I should have gotten a Prius, but I don't know why I didn't think of it. 
Like by the time I was in the market for a car, by the time I was able to afford one, I was just like Corolla, easy, you know. I was actually like doing the paperwork to buy a Corolla, mm-hmm. and like the the dealership was like, "Oh, we can't do it because the car had too many miles on it." I guess like the first time buyer program that mm-hmm. they had, uh, you had to. I qualified for it, but the car had to be under 80,000 miles, and the Corolla had, like, 96,000 uh, miles, so they're, like, the bank was, like, oh, no, the car has too many miles. We don't want to give you the loan. Mm-hmm. So Lame. Yes, yeah, so I was, I was <laughs> doing the paperwork. I was ready to drive home with that, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't meant to be, mm. you know. But now I got that. It's you cool. get a deal on it? It was, it was a good deal, you know. Mm-hmm. I got a deal on that one, to a better deal. Mm. I feel like, you know, we could talk about that off the air. Like, <laughs> I don't want to oh, definitely talk about my finances. <laughs> I never understood like why people wouldn't talk about like, oh, so how much do you make? Like until I don't know years ago. Like as a teenager, I didn't get it, and then like even early twenties, I was like, just talk. Why, yeah, why are you why, why are you hiding information? What's the big secret here? Yeah, but then, like, I got it, you know. I soon realized, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Don't talk about how much money you make. People people are going to start nickel and diming you all the time. Yeah, just keep it to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's nobody's business. Just you and your teller. Yeah. And your bank teller. (laughs) Which I've always wondered, like, when you go to the bank and, like, they pull up your information, can they see all your... I'm pretty sure they could see all your transactions mm-hmm. and see what you've really been doing. Yeah, you know? they can see what you like because if there's a problem, you have to. They have to be able to, you know, fix it yeah. and see everything. I always wonder if they judge me, like when they see how little there is. I feel in like the they account. do for sure because they're <laughs> they're humans, you know. Yeah, they watch fucking Netflix like everyone else mm-hmm. after work, you know. <laughs> So they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're pulling out $200 for some <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> Mine's always like, I put in a bunch of money as a server. Like, I yeah, always same, have a bunch of cash. Same, yeah, it's like. I, yeah, that, I was thinking that. I was like, my bank probably thinks I'm like selling drugs or something. Because every week I'm just $100 in cash. Like, $100 in cash. Mm. Like, like, so. Oh, interesting story about, um, you know, Penn Jillette? You know Penn and Teller, the magicians? No. Oh, uh, is this big dude and this little guy that doesn't talk, and they do these really cool, like, really cool work. Um, and this guy, uh, Penn, he um, he grew up uh, just playing on the street, performing on the street. And he'd do, he'd do really well. He started making, like, five grand uh, a week. And he's like, oh, I, need, I should probably, like, file you know, pay taxes on this because otherwise they're going to come looking for me. And um, so he, he sees a, an accountant and he tells the accountant like, yeah, so I'm a street performer. I make this much. Uh, what do I owe in taxes and all that? And the guy's like, you're, you're really a street performer. He's like, yeah, I, I do really well. I have a kind of a following. And he's like, and you make five grand a week. Uh, my advice to you is don't file taxes because they will assume you're a drug dealer or doing something shady and uh, they'll audit you and you'll lose money. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> so you just didn't file taxes for a while. 
That's good though. I mean, untaxed money, five grand a week. That's yeah. Like how great? <laughs> Is it like twenty grand a month? Yeah. Shit. Could you imagine what, magic what would you do tricks? with it? Yeah. Magic tricks. Yeah, really good Il- magic tricks. Illusions, really. Yeah, illusions. Blowing people's minds, yeah. you know. Yeah. Sick. I've always wondered, like, if all else, fa- if all, if everything, like, doesn't go as planned, I'm just going to be Spider-Man on, like, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> you know, charge people money to take pictures. Two dollar... <laughs> Three dollar photos, five dollar group photos. Ooh, interesting. You know, so I got it. I already got it all planned out. <laughs> you have to charge a lot more by the time you have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like fifty dollars for a group photo. So like you work like three hours, get maybe three hundred dollars. I don't know. We'll mm. see. Just gotta capitalize on all the hype, the Spider-Man hype. <laughs> there was a. Uh, there's like still um, the dude from Hangover on Hollywood, the guy with the baby, uh, Zach Galifianakis' well, yeah, with character. Yeah, he's like Carlos, the baby. Yeah, the baby Carlos. And I see him, and I'm like, that movie's like it's it's been done. Like that was a while ago. Why are you, why are you still out here? You gotta I think they move have on. Like, like part three came out or some shit. Yeah, and and another thing, they shouldn't have kept making those movies. I think they really pushed that. As far as it could go. I think it's just they're just trying to capitalize on on the hype and, you know, just make as much money as they can out of it. Yeah. Which I don't blame them for it, but it's like, just leave it alone. Like, like with, like, Superbad, that's, like, one of my favorite movies. And I feel like it's dope because they didn't try to make a sequel mm-hmm. or anything. Just let it be. You know? They're not trying to make a sequel? Yeah, they're not. Oh, okay, good. Because so, I don't want to see them in college. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was one of my favorite movies, too, because it was, it was definitely relatable. Like, I knew the Fogel character. I knew the Seth character. Mm-hmm. I knew the, uh, what was his name, Evan? Evan, yeah. I was a lot like that guy in people, high school. People told me <laughs> that I looked like Michael Sarah, mm. right, like in high school, like when I was younger. Mm. And you kind of look like... Um, Fogel. Fogel. Yeah, the glasses. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the glasses. Mm. What's up, gangsters? But yeah, I kind of used that to like my advantage, and I was like uh, Juno, the, the the his character from Juno. Yeah, was that for like Halloween. Oh, nice. So you know, just giving the people what they want. <laughs> Wearing your gym shorts. Exactly, <laughs> and a headband and sweatbands. That's awesome. I was a Star Trek character for like four years in a row. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a Star Wars guy, to be honest. Yeah. I really watch Star Trek. Oh, you got to watch it. It's good, too. I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. I didn't grow up on Star Trek. I feel you. Yeah, I, I kind of grew up on Star Wars, but it's not like I like like I like Star Wars. But I'm not like getting Darth Vader tatted on me or anything. Yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. a little extreme. Mm-hmm. Like. Some of them are cool, though. I like some of those tattoos, but also it's like, you're that into it? It's huge. It's yeah. a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like one of my managers from work, he, he's all tatted, but he has, like, like Deadpool, like, tatted on Like, he's, like, a, he's like Pokemon mm-hmm. tatted on him and shit. Like, like, shit's cool. It's just a lot. Yeah. Like, it's, 
Like you can't see yourself doing that it, at I all. I can't. It's just a huge commitment. It's just I don't know. I watch a lot of Ink Masters. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. And so Do I you see, have any tattoos? I don't. Oh. And I mean, I would be down to get some. But I just see a lot of shitty tattoos. Yeah. Maybe the show has fucked me up. Because it's like it's kind of asking for the impossible. Like, I want this tattoo with this detail and this, you know, specific design. But you only have like six hours to do it. Mm. Like, you're asking for a shitty tattoo, you know? Right. So then and all I see is shitty tattoos. I'm just like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I don't have it in my heart to trust a stranger to draw <laughs> on me. Do it at a shop. Don't Just don't do it in a garage. By like somebody who's like, oh, you know, I'm just waiting on the next uh, the next studio studio yeah. gig or something. No, like, I could do it for fifteen yeah. bucks. Don't worry. Yeah, It'll fifteen. Be a good bucks. price. No, good price. just pay what it's worth because that's what you're. You get what you pay for. Hopefully, yeah. You know, I've seen some bad portraits. Some days I wake up and I'm like, I should get sleeved up. Like I, <laughs> I need sleeves. But then other days I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Nah. It's a lot of work, a lot of money. Because I had like, I remember like in high school, I had this idea. I was for like a, a half sleeve. I was like, I want a, a shark, like an anchor, like a ship, mm-hmm. maybe like some water, and I don't know stuff like a whole like a nautical theme. And I'm just thinking like I don't like someone asked me they're like, oh, do you like the ocean? Are you like the beach? Or like I was like, no, I just <laughs> thought it'd be a cool you know concept. Right, get some Sailor Jerry tattoos. Exactly. Yeah, I'm more of a Jameson guy though. I like Jameson too. Jameson's really good. I always think I don't like it, but then I like someone ends up buying shots, you know, buying a round for the table, and I'm like, all right. Jameson and ginger ale, or Sprite, or Sprite if you don't have ginger ale. Never did it with Sprite. It's pretty good. I like Jameson and ginger ale. I'm not a big um, liquor guy, though. I drink beer's good. And I, you yeah, know, I prefer, it's not just Tecate. But I prefer yeah. beer, yeah, yeah. My favorite beers are the green bottles. Stella, Dos Equis, Heineken, Peroni. 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 I like Peroni. Yeah. Not many people know what that is, you know. It's not everywhere. It's definitely not everywhere. I, where was I? I was at some place. Like, I wasn't even going to drink. I went to say it was Doghouse. Probably not because they all have, like, crafty beers and all that. But say it was a place like that. And I was like, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to get a soda. But then I saw Peroni. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm going to get a Peroni. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I don't see it, you know. And I'm not going to go out to the store and get it. Like, I, I want something else if I'm buying beer, you know. No, I feel you. It's definitely uh, different. Like, I used to go to this. Uh, this pizza place in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. It was like it's called Eight Hundred Degrees, mm-hmm. and they had a Peroni on tap. So I would always get that. But I actually went there like last week, and it's not there no more. Oh. Like, they like closed that shit down. That I've noticed sucks. like in like a, a lot of places in like downtown LA, like they'll be there one minute and then close the next minute. Mm-hmm. So. Have you been to that place? It's like it looks like a grocery store, but it's just beer and wine. It's on. It's around Seventh and Spring. I can't remember the exact street. It's on Seventh for sure. Um, oh no, it's on Spring. It's on Spring for sure. Anyway, it's down the street, a block or two from Shake Shack. 
and it's uh, it looks like a grocery store. You walk in, but it's just beer and wine, and they let you drink it there. And they have like movies playing on a projector in the back. Oh, nice! It's like it's not a bar. There aren't a lot of seats, but you could chill. It's really cool. But it looks like that kind of place. Like it's not gonna last long because like there's no way they're selling that much. Yeah. You know, not for downtown. They're not LA. making no revenue. Yeah. It's like this beer, a lot of this beer is not expensive. You know, it's yeah. like crafty stuff, too. And it's like, you oh. should be charging a lot more if you want to make rent, right? But what do I know? <laughs> I'm not a business you. owner. Uh, I've never been there. I normally would just go to the CVS because it was just right across the street. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, <laughs> it's just easier. Pack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a bottle. Um, so you have the. Uh, the uh, open mic coming up. You said on the twentieth. Uh, it's a it's a comedy night mm. at the No Clue Brewery mm. in Rancho Cucamonga mm-hmm. on July twentieth. Uh, show starts at eight. Mm. So come through. And they're gonna be uh, on. Yeah, I should I should be performing. Cool. Um, I just gotta hit up Zeke. He's the host. Zeke, Ezekiel, yeah, Zeke. <laughs> it's always dope to have a, a name. You could have a nickname mm-hmm. to it, you know. I guess you could call me John, you know. <laughs> but Johnny's the nickname. Yeah, exactly. You already have it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's so, always been like my last name. Like pe- people either call me by my last name or my full name, and that's my nickname mm-hmm. somehow. Like I don't have a a nickname otherwise. You know, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> You got to earn it. You got to earn it, you know. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> it's just like I got a weird name, I guess. Yeah. Last name is Bieger. So it's like, it doesn't sound like too Not many things. Not common, for sure. Yeah. Not common. I'm, I have a common-ass name, Johnny Gonzalez. Like, very... Yeah. But it's spelled unique. Right. Like, my last name is Gonzalez with an S. Mm-hmm. Most people put it with a Z. Like, when I was... Um, like uh getting my car like they spelled my name wrong mm. like yo is this gonna affect like yeah <laughs> how much, when i make the payments like is they gonna go through like what's mm. going on you know so i had to get that fixed yeah that would be a problem mm-hmm. the fact that there's different spelling at all just proves that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but yeah the 20th it's going down uh it's gonna be a, it's a free show so mm-hmm. you know you're Everyone's more than welcome to pull up. Mm-hmm. You just got to pay for drinks, though. Yeah. <laughs> I hear good things about No Clue, though. I haven't been. There's like four or five I haven't been to, and uh, that's definitely one of them. I didn't realize Rancho had so many. So many as in, what, yeah, they six? Have, I have a couple. Yeah, they yeah. have a, a few, actually. Mm-hmm. I can think of Hamilton and um, is Cider... Cellars or whatever that I believe uh, I I believe there's one called Rowdies. I think Rowdies. So, I think so. I haven't heard of that one. There's another one. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I've been to Hamilton's for sure though. Mm-hmm. That's a good no spot. No clue. Not too sure to mm-hmm. be honest. Right. I've yeah. been to um the Carl Strauss Brewery. Where's that one? And there's one in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually like down the street from that place 800 degrees where mm-hmm. that place used to be so i would just go there and you know get pizza and then chill mm-hmm. haven't been i don't spend too much time in downtown 
but um it's fun there's stuff to do yeah uh i take the well when i was out there a lot i would take the the metro mm-hmm. i remember when my first time taking it I, I fucked up i tried to go to the beach but like i ended up like in like 20 miles away from the <laughs> beach so i was like fuck it I guess. like you missed your stop Oh, I got on the wrong train. Like, uh, it didn't even go to the beach. Oh, damn. So I just ended up getting ice cream. I, like, Rite Aid. <laughs> and then went back to downtown. That sucks. I'm looking forward to that one they have coming to, uh, I think they said Pasadena. Oh, no, not Pasadena. As far as Azusa. I think it's already built the train or? yeah the well the metro the gold line okay and it goes to downtown and from there you know go anywhere else and uh yeah I, i'm looking forward to that because I, I i hate driving and it's a buck 50 or something like that to yeah, ride the metro it's, yeah it's cheap to, yeah. and you get you everywhere pretty mm-hmm. much and no traffic like you said mm-hmm. it's pretty nice yeah um what was your last show like? What'd you play? Uh, my last show was I did the comedy night last month mm. at the No Clue Brewery. Mm. But then before that, I did uh, I did a contest at Flappers Comedy Club, uh, Uncle Clyde's Comedy Contest. Mm. Uh, like the crowd voted for the winner, mm. so I I took uh, second place out of. Like, there was, like, 11 people competing, mm-hmm. and I took second. So, first and second place move on to the finals, which is going to be in September. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be, like, judges. Like, the crowd isn't going to vote this time. There's going to be judges. Mm-hmm. And the judges are going to be, like, agents and managers. Oh, and cool. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that, you know, just preparing for that to mm. trying to get signed or something mm. so nice yeah yeah get a manager get a publicist or i think they do the same thing for comedians i don't think it works the same with me uh, as musicians yeah get, get like an agent like a booking agent and like a manager yeah and like and that's then, all you need right and like I you I don't need a start team doing, of people i want to start doing auditions like mm. Trying to get like on sitcoms or eventually have my own sitcom, mm-hmm. like on either NBC or like Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be really cool. I always hear that Netflix is the way to go because they just kind of let you do whatever you want. Yeah. Like if they like you, they'll just say, "Okay." Or maybe we like, like that, we trust you. I, I'm a really I'm a fan of of F- FX. Mm-hmm. I like FX. I remember they had like a Louis C.K. show. Oh, there. they did. That's right. Yeah. That was such a good show. They had I liked that show Wilfred they had. Was that the dog? Yeah, the one yeah. the dog. <laughs> the and, dog that's and a Elijah person. Wood. Yeah. That one, was, <laughs> that one was cool. I love that one. He tried to poison him with chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he thought it just left him a treat. That he was being Yeah, nice. that show was really crazy. Had like a huge twist at the end. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw I I think I only saw a couple of episodes actually. Damn. How long did it last? Uh, I mean, like a couple of seasons, I mean, like two or three seasons, maybe, mm. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But yeah, I've been uh, watching. Yeah, Stranger Things. I watched the first season. I watched, I think, two episodes of the second season. 
You're way ahead of me, though, right? Like you've seen. Yeah, I'm like thing. on season. I mean, on episode six of the third season. Oh, it's already out. I didn't realize. Yeah, it I came thought out, it was coming out. It came out on the fourth. Mm. Yeah, fourth of July. Well, damn, I'm way behind. <laughs> it was such a cool concept. I loved the idea that um, I loved it until they they brought out talking first season anyway. Um, that it's like scientists fucking with other dimensions that's causing this whole yeah. thing. I liked it as just like a monster story. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the third season, they're trying to like. They have like Russians, like evil Russians. So I feel like they're trying to like, like, say like communism and like all that because it takes place in like in the eighties and stuff. Right, right. So I feel like they're trying to, like, why Russians out of, out of all the people? Oh, know? specifically because it's the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's like Russian agents probably. Yeah. Exactly, double agents working exactly. for whatever program that is. Mm-hmm. But I was like you for like the longest time. I didn't watch it i just thought it was all hype until like my brother and sister were like oh yeah we really watched it so i was like all right i'll check it out mm-hmm. ended up watching like the full first season in like one day and then it's like i felt like i felt like i had a connection with those kids you know like it was it was that dope of a show right and then people were describing it as like the goonies like the next generation goonies like not quite like it's yeah i don't know if the goonies fucking i think it's good on its own like i don't think it had to copy anything when you compare it to the goonies though yeah there's no pirates yeah but it's like that you know the the kids they're they're coming of age and they're on this crazy adventure together yeah that builds strong bonds and i feel like if i were to star in a in like a a movie or like a tv's series it would definitely be like a coming of age type mm. of storyline how old are you i'll be 23 in august so 22 okay cool mm-hmm. and here's a truck <laughs> and pause it real quick. yeah so stranger things wasn't uh or you would identify with those kids more did you go on like crazy adventures like that you went to europe as a kid right i was like I was like 19 when I went oh, to Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to get the impression that you were like a toddler or something. No, no. Uh. Um, yeah, as a kid, I would, I would I grew up playing soccer. Mm-hmm. So I would be traveling a lot for sure. Like every weekend, um, at least like an hour drive to, to go to like tournaments, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then I grew up skating, you know, skating, skateboarding with some friends. Mm-hmm. So we would just go, like, to schools and hop fences, you know, go to s- spots to skate. Did you ever get into weird stuff? You ever see, like, a drug deal go down and they saw you too or something like that? Uh, yeah, I, want, I would say yeah. Because, like, uh, a lot of, like, the older kids that we would, like, skate, skate around, mm. like, they would be like you know smoking weed or like stuff like that because i live by a park and like everyone goes like growing up everyone would like be skating at the park like all the older kids mm-hmm. and all the younger kids would everyone just be skating at the park 
So for sure I seen some shit mm. You know Watching those It's kind of hard to suspend Disbelief Cause it's like Do all these kids have Like the nerve To continue on this On this uh, adventure Of like Totally bizarre shit I bet like three of those kids Are dropping out immediately For sure It's like you Why know? don't you just move Yeah know? Like well, but like the parents don't believe him or they have to think of like Goonies. Like they climbed into caves. Okay, I did that too. But yeah. I didn't go searching for treasure. I didn't go far. Like, you know, and like I didn't know anybody who would go for that sure. far. For sure. And then climb onto this ancient boat. I would say like we just went to the skate shop, you know. Like I knew I had to go to be home at a certain time to go to soccer practice but I was like fuck it I'm just gonna go to the skate shop mm-hmm. go skate with the homies and then my dad calls like yo are you ready and I was like oh I'm at I'm at the skate shop you know can you bring my stuff my soccer stuff mm-hmm. with you and then I'll just change in the car so I remember that happening and shit like that you mm-hmm. know and then like the high school everyone started like I said, they started riding fixies and stuff. So, we're just going on bike rides to like um, Rancho, Altaloma, Upland, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Just on the bike trail. Mm-hmm. And then that was fun. I remember like like twenty like twenty bikes deep, like people just you know riding. Now you don't really see that no. too much. I feel like a lot of kids don't be, they don't really play outside these days. Mm. There's nowhere really to, to go. Like, I think when you get to a certain age, going to the park and like playing on the jungle gym is not really an option anymore. Like you're never doing that alone, like without your parents, you know, sitting on the bench watching you. But like going to the park, I would go out, I would go out with friends and we would hang out at other people's parks, like other neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Or we'd hang out at our park all the time and like go to State of Brothers and get a bunch of snacks and like, and just chill out, you know? Um, but like, as far as like going out and going and doing like crazy stuff, never. Like, I kind of had that, call it boring, but I don't know, I had fun. <laughs> I feel you. Did you have to like be home at a certain time or? Yeah, by like eight seven or eight something like that be home for dinner Mm -hmm. yeah i feel you pretty much when the lights come on same deal you know typical Mm -hmm. do you ever um who which uh comedians do you identify with do you think that like you've led similar lives you have similar uh outtakes or or takes on uh certain life situations um, I don't know if I could say, like, I necessarily, like, identify, like, the same upbringing, but, like, I, I have a favorite comedians for sure. Mm. Uh, obviously, you know, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. were big influences, as a lot of comedians would say. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, a couple of my favorites are like Gerard Carmichael, like Aziz Ansari, Louis C.K., mm-hmm. um, Daniel Tosh, P- 
Patrice O'Neal. Yeah, Patrice is a favorite for sure. Yeah, yeah, I love him. I love that bit he has when uh, he compares, like, the women to fish. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, <laughs> that's really funny. So you were a fish that didn't get off the boat. Yeah, exactly. Like, or that I, came like, back We're on fishermen, the boat. <laughs> and we just fish for sport, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I mean, I, there's like certain bits I could relate to. Mm-hmm. But like specific upbringing, I guess I, I, I don't get it either. Like I don't see a real life, you know, parallel with another comedian, with a comedian. I'm not a comedian. Uh, with a comedian, but like a certain sense of humor, I think, comes from a certain kind of upbringing. You know. I feel like certain styles like i have similar i have a similar style mm-hmm. to certain comedians like comedians that i like like um like i said gerard carmichael mm-hmm. he's like one of my favorites so i I've, I've i could see like how i kind of like use his style to or we kind of have similar styles just like on how we deliver the punch lines and stuff like that mm-hmm or just like how we pause and you know yeah you ever find yourself um like accidentally imitating a comedian uh no not maybe like cuz i hear like everybody does it in the yeah beginning. maybe like their mannerisms but not necessarily like their jokes cuz i feel like that's the huge red flag you can't be saying oh, uh, saying other jokes. people jokes yeah or similar jokes you gotta have it's a solo sport, you know. You gotta have your own material. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. So it could be tough to like you know think because you gotta watch a lot of stand up. Like I watch a lot of um, specials like on Netflix and HBO stuff mm-hmm. like that, just to see like what other people are talking about. So I don't talk about the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. You ever um, did you ever watch Comedy Central presents? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, what was it? It was like uh, one mic stand or something like that, or one night stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they have like the thirty minute sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, from like they don't do it anymore, but like. Yeah, I remember ten gro- plus years ago they had. Yeah, I remember growing up, like um, my dad would watch a lot of Comedy Central and a lot of like, uh, one hour specials. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching the Cat Williams. Um, oh, special yeah. like where he's wearing the green jacket, like that one. That's classic to mm-hmm. me. Like, I'll never forget. Like just sitting on the couch, just watching that, and like the the um the Chris Rock where he's talking about the rims, um, mm. <laughs> and like just these are just like memories like in my childhood, like growing up, just that I remember. Yeah. So those are good ones. Yeah, because I remember Chris Rock. I remember um, early Bill Burr, uh, like thirty minute specials. Actually, Bill Burr is someone like I discovered late. Like, oh really? I didn't. Um, I didn't discover him until like I saw his uh, special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And even when I saw it, he had like three three of them on Netflix. So I was like, oh damn, I'm missing out. Oh, are you talking to, about like the most recent one? That's the one you first saw? I don't know if it was the most recent one, but... 
I think it was the one before that. Mm. Like he's talking, he has a bit about like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah that one. That one's really good. I like I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one was great. And I was like that. That was made made me realize like, damn, I'm sleeping. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> this guy's funny. He's been around a long time. Though. Yeah, he's been yeah. paying his dues for mm-hmm, years for sure. Yeah, um, that was a great one. That he's like telling people not to judge. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like how many people could live his life like he did? You know, how yeah, many people could like, possibly you, do like that? you try to do it? Like yeah, you try to move it's like to all it. he did was cheat on somebody. Okay, marriage is over. It's none of our business. Yeah. He's still a great, you know, great, inspirational great person. Great guy. <laughs> I mean, I never even followed him as governor. I don't know what he's like. Exactly. That's all. That's all I really remember. Like I've, I was like I wasn't alive when the original terminator movies came out mm-hmm. you know so i don't really i didn't really get, i was a baby yeah so. i didn't really get the hype yeah and then he's running for governor and then i just remember watching a lot of like george lopez mm-hmm. stand-ups growing up and then he would always like joke about arnold schwarzenegger so that's what i he was like a joke you know like yeah as i remember well he's such a funny person for sure just unintentionally, mm-hmm. just his his life, his accent, everything, mm-hmm. you know, down to his accent. And then that's one comedian I forgot to mention, George Lopez. He's yeah, I was gonna say. A, it's just like you can't not mention him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was one of the first I ever got into for mm-hmm. sure. Him and um, Sam Kinison. And, yeah, George Lopez was fucking hilarious. Um, my uncle, when I was a kid, had a CD of his. And, like, we were listening it, listening to it around a, a bonfire. We had gone camping, listening to it around the bonfire. And, like, the, the adults are getting all the jokes, right? And I'm getting one or two of them, mm-hmm. you know. And I still think it's funny for whatever reason, you know. I love his delivery. I love his, you know, just his his attitude in general. And yeah, the Spanglish, all that. Yeah, yeah. And then we, yeah, because that that was the one where he was like talking about the chocolate bunny. He's like talking about his his grandkid, or when he was a kid, he saw his grandma's ass or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. So <laughs> and his show was good too. I liked his show. Yeah, that's just like uh, just a part of the childhood, you know, just watching the George Lopez show at like one in the morning. Yeah. You know, when you should be asleep. Yeah. Tonight, just watching like, TV. Like, oh, fuck, this is on right now? Of course I got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Got to get at least an episode in. George Lopez. Uh, who else? Andrew Dice Clay was funny. Like, he was, I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate him until later. But he was one of those, like, oh, he's so crude at the time. Like, he's so crude, and it's hilarious, but, like, he's not going to get my friend's attention. My friends aren't into that, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Mm -hmm. Sam Kinison was great. This guy named um, Greg Rogel, he was a... I'm sure he's still around doing his thing, but, like, he he never really blew up. And he did those, you know, 30-minute specials on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And he was hilarious. Um, so he was a big one, too. That really, like, steered me into the direction of comedy, you know? 
Yeah, yeah man, I'm just trying to, you know, just walk that same path mm-hmm. and just be a icon in the comedy world, really. Mm-hmm. It's just a dream. You ever roast people? Uh, Have you done the roast battle type thing? Like, at least with friends or something? Yeah, not necessarily, like, a roast battle, but, like, you know, just, like, in conversation. Like, mm. of course, like, just talking shit, you know, just shooting the shit mm-hmm. with the homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, for, for comedy, like, have you ever seen the, like, roast battles? I've seen, like, yeah, the comedy roasts. Yeah. Like, um, they have on Comedy Central. Uh, I've never, like, written jokes specifically for, like, roasting people. Mm-hmm. I'm more like a punchline, you know, right. kind of guy. But I feel like I I could definitely hold my own mm-hmm. during the roast. I like I like your style too because like you're you're telling a story but you you keep it kind of short to mm-hmm. so people don't start losing attention. Like yeah. you you more or less get to the point pretty quickly. For you know? sure, and yeah, I try, which is really cool. And I feel like my style is like you don't really you don't expect expect it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like a surprise, and that's I feel like that's a big part of comedy is just the element of surprise. Yeah. So I try to keep you on your toes, really. Mm-hmm. Like, not try to be so predictable. Do you feel like um, image uh, adds to that perception? Like, uh, do you ever see a comedian and the way they're dressed, like, matches who they are? Or do people kind of stray from that, do you think? Like, do you... Do you um, do you think your comedy would match the way you dress on stage? Um, I feel like it definitely has a part to do with it, you know, the way you dress on stage. Because I, I personally, I'm a, I like dressing up. Like mm-hmm. I'll find any excuse to put on a suit and suit up. Oh wow! Yeah, but, I find any excuse not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I got like a yeah, I like I it. Just t-shirts. you know, you look good, you feel good. You know mm. that old saying. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't worn like a, a tie or anything to any of my comedy shows because I feel like it's just not. There's a time and place, and it's just not the right time to wear you know a suit. Like I've done shows, and like other people performing have worn like three-piece suits and stuff mm-hmm. and like they try to make a joke about it like i remember this guy he was wearing a suit and he was like oh i guess i'm the only one that got the memo that this was formal <laughs> you know and wow. you know no one laughed like you i got a bigger laughs telling his joke right now mm-hmm. than the people laughed at the comedy club because mm-hmm. it just it was just wasn't the setting you know right it'll be interesting um from what I from what I understand of like early comedic uh, like upbringings, you have such a fun adventure ahead of you. Like this is your first year doing it, mm-hmm. right? You have so much more to go. It's gonna be so cool. <laughs> I feel like this is like my second year. Oh, we're coming it. up on the second year. Yeah. Well, oh. I my first I started April two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. So it's so we're into the second year. Yeah, just starting yeah. the second year. So mm-hmm. this should, hopefully, I'm trying to you know, perform at more places, do mm-hmm. more shows. I want to start doing like a couple shows a week, you know, mm-hmm. just to really 
get out there and make a name for myself. Yeah, making the time to do it too. For sure, not. Um, you not, work a lot, right? You said you, I do work you a lot. Like that's five, why. Six days a yeah. Week. But I'm trying to put myself in that position where I could um, have the time, and like I could release my shifts, right? And other people could pick them up, right? So I could, you know, do what I want to do instead right. of just being just slaving away mm-hmm. at work. When is it pretty flexible? Do you do you have good luck with that? Like to be able to switch shifts with people and like, hey, look, I got a comedy show tonight. I'm, I'm not just trying to get the night off. Like, hey, can you cover my shift? You know? Yeah, I mean, normally people really they know that I do stand up. So like, like even my managers know. So like, I'll tell my managers, I was like, hey, I got a show mm. on um, on the twentieth. Like. I need to work the morning, if if anything, if I'm gonna work that day. Right. So they'll try to work around it. I just I just That's can't good. be like just can't be last minute with it. Like yo, I got a show tomorrow. Like yeah, I've done that a couple of times, like uh, covering shows, be it L.A. or Pomona or not even Pomona, just L.A. So I, so I can stay out late and do what I got to do. Um, I'll be like super last minute like hey i forgot i had this show mm-hmm. like I, my calendar just reminded me um can you cover my shift and I'm like ah, okay but yeah. now i owe them you know yeah i feel you yeah that yeah. was more of like a, a, a project i've never been the the type of guy that's that calls off work mm-hmm. to be honest i always like if i schedule then I'll, I'll go i'll you know go to my shift yeah yeah but like you some, try to work around it but yeah exactly if i can then i'll I'll just go yeah at the end of the day i need the money but like i'm just i don't know if it's how i was raised or just like just you know my i remember my dad telling me just just man up and go to your shift Mm -hmm. like the fuck are you doing yeah well it's true it's like you want to do the comedy but you need the money to do that so yeah get the money first and then you know figure it out so I'm I'm trying to uh, move up. Uh, I'm doing takeout right now, so I handle all the takeout orders. Mm-hmm. So I want to move up to be a, a server because they have like almost like fifty plus servers that work there. Jeez. Yeah, so we could have like it's it'll be easier for me to release my shift. Mm-hmm. You know, like people will pick it up for sure. Right. That'd be fun. Because it's like instead of having like 10 people I could pick it up, you have like 50 people mm-hmm. that you could pick it up. So just trying to put myself in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it'll be good because you'll always find hours, you know. Mm-hmm. You'll always find time on the floor. And it's got to be good money. That place is popular, right? I've been there yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. I've been to the one at, at Victoria Gardens like twice it's good. Yeah, it's super, good food. super popular. It's always busy in mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's rare when there's like no wait. Like people will call, try to make like, and ask. They'll they'll call, try to make reservations or whatever, and they'll ask how long the wait is. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'll be like, um, like two hours <laughs> and for a party of two. I'm like, damn. Yep. And they're like, oh my god, are you serious? 
Oh, I'm like, like, no, yeah. I'm fucking lying. <laughs> like, but it's kind of like, what do you expect? Like, you're going to the Victoria Gardens Mall on a Saturday night. Yeah, like, everybody's there. Yeah. That's where all these people that live in this area, that's what they do on a Saturday That's the night. only thing to do out here, really, yeah. is just like the mall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's cool. There's stuff to do. It's There's good cool. food. Yeah. There's a boba stand, you know. <laughs> I go to the bars that they have out there. Yeah. So. I like the state. The state's a cool spot. Actually, uh, I went there like a couple of days ago. And have you been to the speakeasy they have? Oh, it's like in the in that broom closet. Yeah. What looks like a broom closet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I went in there for the first time, and, mm. and that was crazy. I did not expect that. They don't let you have your phone, right? Exactly. I was trying to text, uh-huh. and the dude was like, hey, no phones. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Like, You're here to hang out with your friends. Don't look at your phone. Yeah. But I was like, this is an important text message. I got it. <laughs> I guess. So it's like, can I go back outside for a minute? Can you let me back in? Yeah. But it was pretty chill. Mm. It was like, I felt like, you know exclusive because mm. I guess there was like a waiting list like you had to make reservations for all that so it has to be just a couple of people a night too mm-hmm. maybe you want to spend all like, night yeah there. there was like three of us and you have like a, a 90 minute like you only have 90 minutes and then, like, and then you have to get out oh that's weird yeah huh this seems a little too like structured for a speakeasy was it good stuff? It was like it was more like a like a cocktail bar. Like mm-hmm. Donny had like one beer and it was like in a can. Mm-hmm. And it was a hams. I don't know if you ever had a hams. Hams, no. Yeah. To go. What kind of beer not, is that? It's not a not a not a quality beer, if if I could say that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like. Along the line of uh, Paps or something. Yeah, like Paps. Um, mm. I remember there was this bar in a, in downtown LA. This little like hole in the wall. That like on the menu they had like four dollars shit. Mm. And the hams was under the four dollars oh, shit. Okay. So they just beer in a can. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I I just got one of those because I didn't want to get like I don't like drinking cocktails if I'm being honest. Mm. Like, I'm more of a beer yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, I don't really it's either like beer or shots. Either. Beer or shots. Like if we're drinking, <laughs> if we're drinking liquor, then let's drink liquor. You mm-hmm. know, let's take shots. So you don't sip on like whiskey or something like that. I mean, like if I have like Jameson and ginger ale, like we talked about, I mm-hmm. I could do that. But yeah, that's a cocktail technically. Yeah, it doesn't come with like a an umbrella or anything. You know. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not at that point in my life where I could just go to the bar and order. One of those like drinks, yeah. One of those girly drinks with like the umbrella and fruit and thirteen dollars. Yeah, for one, uh, like a margarita. Like it. a margarita. I've never had a margarita. Margaritas are good, dude. I'll defend margaritas to the death, because you can get them cheap anywhere, and it's like three ingredients. So. I just, uh, I remember I was at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. They had like a dollar margaritas, and it just didn't look satisfying at all so I was just like nah I'm what did it look like was it blended or something yeah they had it in like one of those like if you get like like one of those machines they have like the ices in at like yeah. 7-Eleven like one of those they just like poured it into a plastic cup 
Mm-hmm. For a dollar? Not bad. Yeah, for only a dollar. Um, I didn't trust that in the beginning when I first heard that, like dollar margaritas. It's like either there's no alcohol in them and you're tricking people into thinking there is, or that's a bad fucking idea because it's Applebee's. I think they're just trying to, you know, get customers to come in. Because I remember when they had like $2 Dos Equis. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they always have the big cups, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty... Is that what they came in? Oh, no, they have pints too, huh? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it was like one of the... It was off draft for sure. Mm -hmm. One of the mugs. It's pretty good though. I mean, only two bucks. Get like three of them for six dollars. So That's pretty good. How can we find you? Do you tweet? Uh, I am on social media. Uh, My Twitter is Johnnyism. J-O-H-N-N-I-E. ISM, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like like communism, <laughs> but like Johnnyism, mm. just like the study of Johnny is really <laughs> what it means. And then my Instagram is the same thing, Johnnyism. Um, you seem uh, you seem pretty active. You post stuff a lot, right? M- mainly Instagram. Like I'll post my like clips on Instagram mm. and stuff like that on the story. That's the first uh, I saw of you. It was on, yeah, it was definitely on Instagram. Yeah, I don't really tweet as much as I used to because I feel like the things that I would tweet would just be like jokes that I write. So right. it's just like, might as well just save them, perform them on stage, mm-hmm. and just tweet them because they're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I hear a lot of um, people have come up from tweeting jokes, like other people see it. If they're good at, you know, hashtagging and marketing themselves. Yeah. Their little, you know, one-liners in 140 characters is going to be seen by a lot of people. For sure. Like. It's no way to write a, uh, write like an hour, but, you know. Yeah. Like, I will, I I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I still tweet. I promote my shows, you know, I'll. Like my friends will retweet them, so mm-hmm. you know they're supporting. But I feel like I'm mainly on on Instagram mm-hmm. these days. So it's a Johnnyism, J O H N N I E I S M. Sweet. And come out to No Clue Brewery on the twentieth. I'm gonna be there for sure. Yeah, it should be a good show. Got a good lineup. Got a the I E's finest comedians a lot of local talent to be honest Mm -hmm. a lot of people that like work at victoria gardens oh really a lot of people from like claremont i feel like the comedy scene out here is pretty small right but it's spread out yeah it's definitely um i feel like there's like a circle of guys that like they're all in like the IE and they all kind of like they're all they're, it's like a group of friends and they uh, all do stand up oh so they all know each other they all know each other you know mm-hmm. they all host shows so like they all perform at the same shows so I'm just trying to like you know befriend them and you know um 
get involved. Get involved, yeah. Get invited to the shows, you know. And then, like, th- and they're they're all older guys, or at least older than me, mm. you know. So I feel like I'm one of the youngest. So it's good that I could network with these dudes and try to um, really just do more shows. Like that's the, really the main goal is just try to do as many shows as possible and try to get out there, mm. and, you know. Because my dream is to uh, go on tour mm. and like tour the the world really Mm -hmm. like like i said i've been to amsterdam and like i want to go back but it's a dream to like okay i I go back but do a show yeah i'm saying you're going for work but it's also something i'm getting paid to go out there yeah Yeah. exactly getting paid to go on vacation pretty much yeah and like that's and i get to play a set yeah that's the and people are like people know me out there Mm -hmm. that's just like the ultimate goal and just like have just have people pay money to come see me talk really is really what I'm trying to be on you mm-hmm. know? I feel like that would be really cool yeah that's the best way to go just travel the world for your work you know and it's every second is something you wanted you would be doing otherwise for free you know exactly that's so cool well thanks for coming on dude I think we're at two hours. Are we? Pretty sure. Are we still alive or oh. you paused it or? We're at one thirty.